I'm just going to start recording right now because it's when all the, the best magic happens. Oh, and a guy, course. yeah, we, we never do video, but uh, I've been rocking a mustache for the last two weeks. So hey, I'm not sure, that's I'm not sure the world is ready video. for that. No, that's why we too oh, are you growing it out for a chili? Too soon. Uh, not specifically for chili. Um, I just decided yeah, specifically. For yeah. I was going to say I, wrong answer, but still, still happy. <laughs> no, I, I, I just decided, I said, you know what? Actually, I was watching a, a Phillies game and a player on the other team had a pretty sweet mustache. I was like, that's a pretty good mustache. Cool. I said, I wish I could have a cool mustache. And I said, wait, the only thing I that's can't. stopping me from having a mustache it's is me. Time. It. <laughs> it's just simply time standing between me. and it. Yeah. So I said, yeah, me and an equally pretty good mustache. Yeah. And uh, I actually have a wedding that Saturday of Childerberg. So I'm going to be working the mustache at the wedding too. That's, that's Wait, pretty, is the wedding It's pretty risky. No, no, take it's, away, it's up here. It's like I'm wearing not, white at a wedding. I know. Well, the, uh, Dude, your I mustache know. is better than the grooms. <laughs> oh, 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 danger, yeah, dangerous grounds. Now, dangerous grounds. If, uh, this, this guy who's getting married, he is, uh, he's, he's got a world renowned mustache. So, okay. Okay. This, good. Yeah. No I, way. I, you I, can, I will, I will not, I can, be, I can imagine you're, your little, your little thin, your little thin high school mustache you got. No, 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 no. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's a paintbrush. Dirty stash. <laughs> it's a paint. No, brush. it's, it's a paintbrush. It's, it's coming in. It's, it's not like I can't grow a mustache. It's just mine. <laughs> his was like well, curled up. On next week's gold. episode, we'll find out because I will see Rollo this week. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, is no, everybody but, going to? Is everybody going to chill? Chili Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Slappy's not because he's. Oh, you little bitch. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm barely yeah. going to be there for like a day and a half. I'm literally having to like get in, rush, and then and then fucking get out of there. Oh, because um, I'm not going to be back because I got Bitcoin 2021 like right around the corner and like a couple things like set up to do on the house like right when I get I mean like everything is like scheduled like within hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not going to be able to get down there till like Sunday mid to late afternoon. Oh my god, you're not going to fucking get there until I'm leaving. Oh, well, that is no. literally when I leave. I assume that you will be at Bitblock Boom. Yes. Yes, I, I will, will be, be at Bitblock I, Boom. I will be there too. Okay, sweet. So, we'll get to hang out there if if I if I catch you. When yeah. you say hello and I say goodbye. Um, yes. <laughs> at I, Childerberg. Uh, who knows if the mustache will still be on in August. But uh Well, I have to stay long enough and you have to get there early enough so I can see it. Okay. Yeah, my uh, my flight arrives at three in Austin, so Okay. Mine leaves at six. <laughs> oh man. Okay. We, we might have to <laughs> We're gonna be fucking tight. We're gonna have to like stop at a uh, we're gonna have to stop at a store like halfway, just so I can get. It's like barbecue. okay, mustache. Okay, okay, got it. Get some barbecue. Yeah. All right, let's leave. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, just <laughs> just just need to stop and see his mustache. Just need to stop and see the mustache. Well, saying, uh, yeah, just well, don't even exchange words. Just, just kind of squint at him and like, wow, wow, okay. Right. Get back <laughs> it, looks, it looks good. It looks good. It is, it is a paintbrush. Good. Give him a thumbs up, Chuck Norris. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I'm excited. That's like right around the corner, man. I was just thinking about that. I've had like kind of a really busy month and I I just have had my head down and then I, I've started thinking about it and it's like a week and a half away, basically. Yeah. And I just finally made plans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
when it's uh, like a week and a half away is basically when it's like, okay, I should, I should behave as shit, if this shit, is shit, actually shit, shit, happening shit. and yeah. um, uh, accor- plan accordingly. It's a good time. It's a good time down there. And what I'm excited, like, there's a lot of like good Bitcoiners that go there too. And yeah, a lot of people that aren't, you know, hardcore into Bitcoin, but they're of the ilk that it is really of interest to them. Yeah, uh, because yeah. you know it's a libertarian uh, thing, and they hate the state, they hate hate the Federal Reserve, and so they want ways. Sounds like to my build. kind of people. Yeah, they want ways yeah. to opt well, out of it. There's also a, a definitely a couple of people because a lot of them are, are a couple of them are in DFW that I hang out with on a semi regular basis up here, just in person. But a couple of them aren't really active on, in Bitcoin Twitter, but they're hardcore Bitcoiners. So like, it's kind of nice. cool because you get to talk to people that are not necessarily a part of Bitcoin Twitter, or at least they lurk on Bitcoin Twitter, aren't really active on it. And uh, what are you saying about Bitcoin? No less hardcore. That's for sure. (laughs) What's that, Slavi? So what are you saying about Bitcoin Twitter? (laughs) I'm saying it's great. Yeah. It just doesn't have some people that I want represented. Gotcha. gotcha. They're at Childerberg. You got to mix those worlds, man. There's there's this whole subset of millions of people who are into Bitcoin that don't do the Twitter thing. Yeah. It's like, how do you, how do you even speak to those? Where, where do they, where are they? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't oh know. shit. Yeah. They go to Childerberg. That's where they are. Yeah. They're at Childerberg. Yeah, <laughs> there's Bitcoin Twitterberg and then there's Childerberg. There's Bitcoin. Childerberg. Bitcoin Twitterberg. <laughs> Bitcoin <laughs> Twitterberg. But what's neat is yeah. we're actually, you know, cause, cause Jacob Lindsay, the guy who's, who organizes it, you know, he asked for donations for stuff cause he, he, he spends everything out of pocket to set everything up. And so he asked for donations and any money that is uh, more than um, what it takes to, to set everything up. He donates to uh, freeross.org. And uh, he asked me to set up a, uh, a way to get uh, Bitcoin donations. So I am using BTC Pay Server and you can donate Bitcoin via either on-chain or Lightning. And we have gotten... I'm actually yeah. doing that right now. Wait, did I do that yet? I don't know. Because I, I was, gonna, I was trying too. to get... I want it. Wait, hold oh, on a you were, so I was were trying you, to get... You were the... Uh, um, I think I, I think I did. I wanted to, I was trying to get the tickets for the comedy show. Right. And then also I want a chill. I want to investigate Childerberg shirt. Those are so badass. Yeah. The original chili, the, chili shirts. I want the coffee. So I want the, the, yeah. the coffee one. This is a must. Um, they are great. I will shirts. send yeah. the sats that are necessary. Nice. I will check to see if I just sent y'all randomly sats previously because i don't keep very good records of it but luckily my lightning wallet keeps track of all of my invoices so i can search them uh and if i did uh that will be for the comedy tickets and then i will send you separately send me an invoice for the shirt gotcha is the shirt on a online store well regardless i saw it but there wasn't i don't think i don't think btc play is plugged into it yeah it's really easy to plug into woocommerce by the way if like you haven't done that, oh, I've done. Like, I, on, I on my own store, I have that. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Well, because we set up a little McFlugel store, which mm-hmm. reminds me, all uh, official members of the Rollin Slappy Show, snappers, get ready, snap your pants. Yep, so yep. we have we <laughs> have a water. little little uh, web store we just made for at store.mcflugel.com. Just some little like merchandise for the podcast, just stuff with our podcast logo on it. And uh, I found in the service that does the print to order stuff that you can make underwear. 
And so Mm -hmm. I made a Rollo and Slappy Show pair of whitey tighties. And so um, someone... And wears them. And so every episode, you got to snap your your underwear. And someone actually bought it um, over the Lightning Network. Several. Yeah. Incredible. Over the lightning, of course. That's probably the only way that anybody's going to buy those things. <laughs> but I was going to say, guy. I, Somebody's just trying to use lightning and they're like, okay, some whitey yeah, tighties. So, that, so, that's so what do you I'm use doing. Bitcoin and lightning for? Well, you could buy a pair of Rollins Slappy Show underwear, obviously. Um, boom. <laughs> Mike. I mean, I hope Bob. you mean besides buying Rollins Slappy Show underwear. That's, I'm about to have, I mean, besides, um, uh, I'm about to have, uh, now that the mask mandates have all dropped, I'm about to finally have, uh, gators on the website, um, for people. Oh, to, wait. Now it's, now it's just for cypherpunk reasons. It's like now that, now that the mainstream is dropping masks, wear your mask to be cypherpunk and signal that you didn't get the vaccine. The mainstream <laughs> has to come to Pennsylvania eventually because everyone's still wearing masks around me. Really? Oh man. Yeah. Dude. I've actually not gotten, except for one place that just had signs up all over the freaking place. I've just been like having it down. Like, uh, yeah. I have my, you know, Bitcoin Audible Gator. So I'm just like, every time, I, for a while, I, I did it so that I would just wait until somebody bugged me about it and said, like, oh, please put your mask up. And then I'd be like, Bitcoin symbol, like up on my face. I'm like, oh, my bad. I forgot. Oh, my God. Bitcoin. <laughs> ah, I've burnt my gaze. <laughs> um, and it's too uh, powerful for so it. far. <laughs> Uh, so far, nobody said anything to me, so I've just been kind of like cruising. Like I still have it on me, but I don't wear it. So pretty nice. Yeah. I can go about my day. Nobody, nobody gets on my fucking case. Good. Yep. No one says anything around here either, but nobody like follows the lead. There's always me being the only guy in the store without a mask on. Like I expected other people to see that and like join in. I've had people bug me pretty serious. If I go into a store, like, like, like I get, I get called out real quick. I'm like, sir, oh, man, dude. sir, you need to pull your mask up. You're, yeah, you're gonna kill it. people in here. You know, you're you're murderer. You're murderer. <laughs> you just say, well, that that's my intention. Yeah, <laughs> that's why <laughs> I'm <you> here. <laughs> yeah. Give me point, all the when... money in your in your <laughs> register. <laughs> I'm not wearing point, a mask. With that kind of stuff, when people just throw some absurd accusation at you like that, whether it's for Bitcoin or libertarianism or COVID stuff, like it's my policy, and I try to do this if I remember, is just lean into whatever they're saying. Like, oh, you're you're mm-hmm. you like Bitcoin, you you want to boil the oceans? Well, yes, of course. Yes. Yes. Crawfish. Yeah. Why else would I like Bitcoin? Yes. Yeah. If we could actually just put all the miners right in the water. Just have that would, directly heat up the that water. Would really, that would really make this so much easier. Yeah, that would be great. Or, you know, oh, you don't want roads because you're a libertarian. Well, no, I don't. No. no. You hate poor people. No, it's like, no roads. Who doesn't hate poor people? <laughs> if we could just get a campaign to just <laughs> remove all poor people and everything be done with drones, that would be wonderful. Run, run your own node, kill all poor people. <laughs> That's how you become a first-class Bitcoin citizen. And if your node's not running, if your node is not heating the ocean, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, my node right now is kind of warm. It needs a heat sink. So it's ocean cooled. It's warming the air around me. Yeah, I should I should just stick it in the creek nearby cuz you know that eventually is going to lead to the ocean some way or somehow. It would ha- it would help. It would help. 
That's probably that's probably the best thing Help to the do. Cause. And car, you can keep Help throwing your uh, used car batteries in the ocean. That'll yeah, uh, right. Probably help. <laughs> Got to feed those electric eels, man. Do you have a lot of those? Do you have a lot of those car? Yeah, you have uh, used yeah, batteries yeah, on, all over the place. Yeah, before before dump day. Yeah, yeah, they build up. I tried explaining that meme, I think, to my parents or something. <laughs> About just throwing used There's car batteries. How did that go? How did that go? They just, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, it just, uh, it, it went better than when I tried to explain, uh, Barry McCockiner. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Barry McCockiner. Oh, the, the sports, the sports guy, uh, guy. The, I'll, I'll, I'll drop you a, a yeah. link. I don't you're know. Gonna you you're going to have to explain it. You're going to have to give me, you're going to have basically full paragraphs, full paragraphs. I want nothing yeah. short of a thousand word essay yeah. on what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> drop it to me via Twitter DM, which is very yeah. efficient for long form essays. These long form essays about, uh, <laughs> yeah. scam Twitter accounts. Yeah. Well, my, my, my mom was just like, well, why would, why would someone do that? I'm like, cause it's funny. Just, That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's, speaking of those like long form DMs, every once in a while you get someone that jumps into your DM. You see that little like you have a new message from some from someone that you're not following, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, what's this?" And and then it's just some person that you whatever your take was, it annoyed them, and they have this like you know essay that they wrote you. I don't get any of that. I get it every. I'll tell you that. how it actually is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you just like you you, you kind of you just like. <laughs> no, it's, it's. I think I think it's mostly because I just shit post and I don't really often express sincerely. I don't think feelings. anybody takes anything that you say seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> right, that's true. Mine's getting a little bit hard to manage. My DMs have kind of gotten out of control. Oh, um, I'm sure. You kind of blown up. Too, it too. takes like a, a good chunk quality. of time to get through it. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to shut off my DMs, but Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus, sometimes, especially the number of comments and DMs I got about whether or not you could fit a bit box up your butt <laughs> is, I was going to ask you about that. How'd that well, go? <laughs> well, it was, well, you know, you know, it just, you do you, you know, like, <laughs> I haven't. I just think I just think that the design is such that it would be the easy one to do it with, in my opinion, my humble opinion. That's just not where I keep mine, though. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to do that with my Raspberry Pi and I forgot to put a case on it first. So, um... oh, man. That is the worst. Almost <laughs> forgot to turn it off. Node up your bum. Almost as bad as the time I had to snuggle, smuggle a pineapple, but, uh, Mm. <laughs> um did you uh, did you get the pineapple through customs <laughs> i need to hear the end of this story does it have a happy ending well uh i want to go back to you uh <laughs> i want to go back to your your dm comments about how you're you know you're getting flooded with dms and everything and, and it's and it's a lot for you to to try to manage through it's mm-hmm. just you know, and anyone can imagine that if you're just getting all these messages, people want to hear from you. Like this is just an absolute perfect use case for Bitcoin and Lightning. Yeah. Because if if someone wants you to read their message and respond, then they send it with a you know a little bit of money attached to it, so you can I go in and just that. be like, uh, "Here's a message from so and so. Do I want to even like read it?" 
this and if they're offering you a couple sats then you're going to be incentivized to to read it and and people aren't just going to spam you with stupid garbage exactly i am getting a lot of the marketing garbage that's going on right now um and but then i do get a lot of people asking me about like all right so i set up a lightning channel what the hell did i just do you know, like, like I get a lot of like honest questions. Right. Um, and uh, what's funny is that the uh, his names or his username or whatever on Telegram that I've been chatting with uh, Super Testnet, the guy who built my article votes thing, we've been talking about and fleshing out tons of other ideas. And I've mostly just been kind of like trying to throw in more sats to build more things. And uh, one thing that we're working on right now is uh, in fact, I've already got it on the website. It's just on a hidden page so that we can start playing around with it is where you log in via your, uh, your lightning wallet. So like, you don't have to like create a username or a password or anything. You just scan a QR code and then you're logged in and you have a unique user that's connected to your wallet. And that's cool with that. The literally the first thing that I wanted to do with it was create an ask guy page. And just have it so people could pay 10 sats or 100 sats and, you know, nickel, whatever the hell it is, just to ask me a question so that I could direct people there and not have to worry about dealing with all of the DMs and all of the crap right. that I get yeah. that way. Like, literally, the, the, the first method, I mean, the very first tool that I want to do with it, even though I want a lot of other things that we can branch out with, um, is to fight the spam because I know I'm kind of getting to the point where... I don't know if I'll be able to keep up with it or I'll just spend all my damn day doing that and not getting any recording done. Yeah. And I don't want to seem, I, I, I get a lot, not, not nearly as many as you, but I get a lot of questions too from people and I, I, I I'm thrilled that people are getting involved and, and I've been like shocked in a very good sense with how many people are like, hey, I listened to your podcast and I listened to to Timeline Earth with Car and everything, and you guys inspired me to to get on Lightning, and I got a I've got a Raspberry Pi, and I'm, I'm getting set up, and it surprised Hell me too yeah. with how many people aren't DMing me to ask questions, but DMing to be like, hey, what's your URI? Let's get a channel. Yeah, um, dude. That there are. Yeah, that I they, know. Yeah, but but one of the good things is if you do put like a little bit of a paywall to up there for people who do have honest questions, um, it if they say, mm, I need to spend a little bit of money to get there. Maybe I'll just go on the Google machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead right. of just using, yeah, you know, yeah. you as like a crutch, like, up oh, here's a question instead of just, you know, going through a little bit of the effort, they just, so it, it, it helps sort things out. And, and for people that are genuinely stuck or, or really don't know where to go, it's probably worth it, worth it for them to, to spend a little money to get an answer and, uh, get them, get them in the right direction. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I hope it doesn't. I, I'm not kind of sounding like I'm, you know, annoyed getting questions because I'm certainly not. But it's just it's a matter of just trying to triage, uh, you know, people. It's people, a load. Yeah, like yeah. like it comes in as a flood, and there's only so much that you can you can navigate around. Yeah, you like want you, you need a filter of some sort, and that's what like it 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 like that's why price is so important in, in an economy because it'll, it, it allows resources to be directed to where they need to go. It allows you to prioritize things. It's like clearly someone who's sending you like $10 worth of sats or something to answer a question really needs your help. And they want to be right in the front yeah. of the line versus someone that's just like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll, uh, 
maybe I'll throw him a, a few or maybe not, but not really a big deal. So it just, it helps prioritize the people who really need the help the most in a very natural uh, and convenient way for everyone. Yeah. And there's a, there's a really great, I think kind of the key to like unfolding that, like, so this is actually one of the really neat things. Cause this happened like two hours ago or something. We were, uh, I was working with uh super Tesnet, the guy that I've been building all these little things with, or, well, he's been building and I tell him what to do and throw sats at him. Um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, we had been creating a on the fly user form. Like I've been creating a user account on my WordPress thing and generating some ridiculous long random password and putting in his email and like doing all this stuff. And then I would just encrypt, I would get his PGP key, which he just got a new one. So I had to update all my stuff and then encrypt the password and username and all those details and send it to him in just an encrypted block. So that's how we've been kind of communicating back and forth throughout whenever I needed to throw him up an account on the website. And then what was funny is that I had already installed this lightning login thing and just hadn't really fully explored it yet. It was just kind of sitting on a dead page. And we went through this whole process again. And like I said, he had updated his PGP key recently. So I was like, oh God, okay, we're getting you a new key. And he sent me his public key and I imported it into my uh, uh, GBG tools. And then I encrypted a new blog. I mean, I encrypted a new user details, blah, blah, blah. Like it was like seven steps of kind of annoyance of sending him his stuff. And, uh, and then he was like, wait a second, dude, you just did the lightning login. Like just what, what's the page? And, uh, and he was like, well, why don't we just use this? Why don't we just use this thing that we just built and put on the website? And I was like, oh shit, duh. And so we deleted all that user and everything. And, uh, I just sent him the QR code for the login and he scanned it and boom, he's logged into the website. He's got a unique user and I can just make him an admin if he needs to do something on the website. And that was it. There's no password. There's no username. He can edit that stuff if he wants, not the password because his password is his lightning wallet. Like it's his keys. Right. So it's done. There's no password management at all. He just logged in with it. Um, God, yeah. And like, but think about that in the context of, I mean, if there is any problem on the internet that has persisted for 30 years and is so stupid and so shitty, it is the That's username and password problem. Yeah. Oh my God. It's awful. It's, miserable. it's, it's awful. It's so bad. Like it's I so stored bad. on my own computer this randomly generated password and then encrypted it to send it to him so that he could log in. And now I have no connection to it at all. I don't yeah. have his username, his pa I, I don't have any data that is relevant to me. He just logs in with his lightning wallet and he is persistent. Every time he logs in, he's the same person and he has the freedom to do it as, as he wants. If he wants to create a new sub key on his little wallet. Um, and this, this is the thing that I want like blue wallet or like a custodial wallet to actually be able to do. Right now, they are a single key that just denotes mm -hmm. which wallet to put it in. But you can use something like LN Bits that has what are like sub keys so that even a custodial service that or everybody is, quote unquote, using the same wallet of the custodian can actually have their own login. So their their wallet, their individual wallet still has its own like pseudo key so that like even with something like Blue Wallet, you could log into the website and, you know, ask a question or upvote something yeah, yeah, or, you know, do whatever it is. And again, 
you're, you're removing password problems. Like, like you're just, you're just removing the whole management of that thing altogether. And, and I think that's a huge, heavily, heavily underutilized tool that lightning does is that we have put, if you have on, if you have lightning, even if you don't have any channels, you don't have any uh, balance or anything. We just gave a public and private key system to every user. Use it, use it, make mm -hmm. it your hub for and a secure one to boot. Like if you boot up Breeze Wallet right now, you can log in with Ellen URL. You don't have to have any balance. You don't have to have a channel. You have to have anything, but you use it to log into a website and you never have to store a password anywhere. You have to manage. And if, if that actually got fleshed out and you know, you could, that was half the websites out there. You could log in with lightning. That would be massive. And it would solve so many problems. Imagine the next time Google gets hacked. It's not a problem for everyone who logged in with lightning. Who gives a shit? Right. Hacked what? Yeah. And now everybody who's still using a username and password is screwed. And it's like, ha, huh, should have used lightning. Well, well, even, even just for something mm -hmm. simple, like you asked in the beginning, um, you asked like, Oh, did you get my, my payment for or the donation for Childerberg, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I get invoices, but it doesn't say I'm not collecting any information. All it says is just, hey, this uh, this amount of Satoshis for this invoice number for the BTC pay server. I, I don't have any other data associated. I have to tell you yeah. which one is me. Where is it here? May 17th. I think, but nope, then, that's but, not enough. but you could, um, but you could theoretically on the website with, you know, with access with your pri the, the URL, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the QR code that's signed by your private keys, you could create like a username and, and stuff like that so that it would make, Oh yeah, you can change it. It makes you a user a automatically right, based right, on yeah. your signature and you can change whatever the hell you want with that user afterwards. So you can make, you give it a unique username Right now, it's just given a string based on that signature. Um, mm -hmm. But you can give it a username. You can put it in your email address. You can uh, sign up for a newsletter or whatever the hell you want. Um, and I can change it afterward, too, if you know you have uh, something you want to go by or something. But uh, other than that, though, the, the account itself is only attached to that identity. Um, but you can give whatever the hell information you want after that to attach to it. But that's just your choice. So you can be different on every single website and still log in with the same key. Right. Yeah, there's Super all, cool. I mean, I, more recently, I, I don't know why I didn't do it before, but I guess it's just because I was playing around with the Lightning Network more on my uh, Raspberry Blitz and, and finally downloaded uh, or installed LN Bits and started playing around with all that stuff. And even, even just going back to the, the spam elimination, I, I had someone on Twitter trying to, you know, fudding with the same normal stupid stuff, arguing with me. I'm like, this is so stupid. So I answered his question and I've been <laughs> using LN bits. I put up a, a paywall with my response. So it's like, if you want <laughs> me to have this conversation, with you, you're going to pay me. And you know, <laughs> That's actually yeah. really awesome is give your answer and then put that behind the payroll rather than even necessarily putting the yeah, question. Yeah. Just the give, and, and That's kind of funny. It's, and it's yeah. especially great too when people are fudding lightning and I love it too. Whenever someone says in, in that one thread, 
I've seen a few times people, every time they say lightning doesn't work, you, you take a, a screen recording of you buying like $5 worth of uh, Bitcoin over lightning using Allen strike. It's a, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that has cost me a lot of fiat. Um, but it, I manage it. I manage it. Um, there are times where I, I get worried that I'm just literally not going to have anything left. Um, in fact, after, after posting that thread, um, I got so many people telling me lightning doesn't work. I was stuck. I, I think I spent two and a half hours just recording videos and posting, uh, in five dollar increments, I bought like four hundred and something. And eventually, like, of, uh, sat <laughs> and Car Campit and Slappy Jones are telling me that lightning doesn't work. <laughs> it was all it was all people yeah, who yeah, believed yeah. in lightning who were just like, yeah, yeah. "I'm testing this." I'm testing it was just this. your 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 best bros that are looking out for you that you just want you to have more sets. They're like, <laughs> lightning doesn't yeah. work. You are welcome. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> So speaking of lightning, the reason I wanted to get you guys on this now that we're a half hour in, we'll introduce our episode. Welcome to the Ryle and Slappy Show, episode 251. <laughs> this is uh, May 17th, 2021. It is uh, National Tractor Day. And uh, I'm Ryle McFlugel, of course, and with, my, with me is my co-host, Slappy Jones. And we have with us Guy Swan of the Bitcoin Audible Cup podcast and also TLE Carr, of Timeline Earth and The Signal. And a few weeks ago, there was an article in CNBC that came out talking about how banks, um, with the help of N or NYDIG and uh, Fidelity, one of their Fidelity branches, were going to start uh, onboarding banks in order to allow their customers to buy and sell and hold Bitcoin. And that, like... Just seeing that article and reading about it, some of the some of the concepts or the ideas that, that, that came up, specifically in that banks are seeing that people are transferring their money out of the banks into exchanges like Cash App, Swan, Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, uh, and they can't stop it. Um, there have there have been some banks in the past that have tried to uh, not allow transfers to those exchanges. Um, but what you do is you just sign up for another bank, which it's really easy. I mean, especially with, with so much online banking, it can take just a matter of minutes to, to get a new bank account. And then you just transfer, make a transfer your money from your normal bank account to that bank account and have them send it to the exchange. Um, there's, there's plenty of ways in, in the existing yep. legacy system to rat around these things. So I think these banks started to realize that like, all right, we can't stop this. But instead of having losing our money to these other services, why don't we just offer the service of buying and selling Bitcoin and, and keeping keeping that money within our uh, circles or whatever? Ecosystem. Right. And Keep I don't it think us. so. It said in there NYDIG was going to do the custodying. So I'm not sure that these banks were going to be able to offer or we're going we're planning on offering people uh, ways to uh, take custody of their Bitcoin. Uh, but. I feel like the same problem's going to happen in that there's going to be services out there that do allow people to take custody and people are going to start figuring that out and wanting that. So over time, banks are going to have to do that too. And then that led me 
So well, I think this is kind of a, a long oh, okay, uh, lead into what I wanted to talk about, because I wanted to kind of make it a little bit somewhat specific to lightning, because if there is a movement where all of these like major banks are now allowing people to buy and sell Bitcoin and not only buy and sell Bitcoin, but also take custody of it, because if they don't allow that, then they're just going to be left in the dust. I'm not sure that like. I really think that's going to be a, a use case for the Lightning Network because it's going to be people aren't going to just like buy Bitcoin once and that's it. They're going to be doing it probably pretty often, pretty regularly, and it would make a lot more sense. Uh, it would be a lot cheaper for banks to just en masse open up Lightning channels to their users so they can buy and sell and trade Bitcoin rather easily instead of having an on-chain transaction every time they want to send Bitcoin back and forth to each other. And that's kind of where I want to start our uh, game theorizing about what's going on with that with using Lightning, because banks and these financial institutions and governments don't want to lose control. Like I, I, Maybe I, I took a couple leaps there to get to that point where, they're, where they have to use the Lightning network to, uh, to uh, facilitate the trading of and uh of bitcoin for their user base but um it really opens up an interesting interesting can of worms that i wanted to tease out with you guys about this and see what your thoughts were because i think it's just like once we reach that point where banks have to open up lightning uh lightning channels to their users the game is totally over my answer is yes (laughs) no so the in the context of Nidig, so Nidig's strategy is really interesting. I think to begin with, they are going to be a custodian. That's kind of what they are setting up, and that seems like step one in like a five-step process, right? Is to walk banks into this system. And what's going to happen, I see this very much, uh, very similar to what we saw with the infrastructure that happened in the phone networks as we went from analog owned, like permissioned controlled networks to digital packet switching on open networks is during that process. First, the first thing that started to happen is long distance fees started to drop. And suddenly you could call, you know, any country as opposed to just calling within the States. And then suddenly there were no long distance fees and connection quality went up. Uh, like, like you just kind of like get these step function, like improvements every two, three years until suddenly doesn't matter what phone you pick up. You can basically call anywhere in the world and it's the same price. It's free and it sounds the same. And that was the transition from the analog to the digital world. And what happened was that all of those permissioned network walls fell away. They all went to a common permissionless infrastructure of the internet. It went from owned networks to broad open networks. That's what we're about to see happen in money. They make a lot of money off of intermittence, uh, uh, excuse me, um, uh, remittance fees, intermittence, uh, remittance fees and international uh, transfers and interbank transfers and all of these things that they're going to start to fall away. NIDIG, uh, there's a great, great video between Michael Saylor and Ross Stevens of NIDIG um, talking about Bitcoin, utilizing Bitcoin, the network custody 
and onboarding people in the banking industry to holding Bitcoin and getting attached to the NGU technology is step one. Then it's going to be allowing them to withdraw. Then it's going to be attaching those bank accounts to a payment network that's global. You can send $5 to Mexico and now it doesn't. Suddenly doesn't have a fee. Suddenly it doesn't take three days, five days. I don't know why, but it just doesn't anymore. Like that's, I, I think that's where we're going. And what's funny is with the Lightning Network is that when people start demanding to hold their own, when they actually start to onboard to like that technology becomes more and more personalized, which is kind of like what we saw with the internet is you kind of reach this point in the technology where you can have it in your pocket. You know, like before it was like a really complicated setup. Everybody had to dial up modem. You had to wait and it made all these funky robot noises. You know, like as things get more simpler and more developed over time, you need less, you need fewer services to do the jobs for you and your own computer can handle it. Um, and suddenly you're just online all the time and you've got a supercomputer in your pocket. Just, I, I think we're going to say, sorry. Yeah. I, I just want to jump in real quick, just to give people a, a real good example of what you're talking about is what we're doing right now. We're doing a call over the internet where I'm recording <laughs> Zencaster will record this conversation in separate tracks. All I had to do was send you a link. It opened up in your browser. What we're doing right now, if we tried to do this five years ago, would have required uh, a whole lot of technical expertise, you know, certainly different software, probably different hardware, and the quality would not be what it is. And oh, by the way, it is amazing. I'm doing this. What, five years difference? Yeah, do. I'm, we're doing this for free. I'm not paying for this service. So, um, what, what Guy is saying right here is not some like pie in the sky thing. This is how, and, and you can probably think about some stuff in your own head, you know, daily life, what, you know, suddenly you're using, it's just like a thousand times better than it was. And it's probably free. Like this stuff, like this is exactly how stuff comes to be. Sorry, I didn't, I, yeah. I jumped in there on you. No, the way I like to think about it is that, uh, what are you complaining about today and how has that changed? from the complaints that you had 10 years ago. Yeah. So uh, like I used to be a internet and television technician and I always thought it was hilarious. And I kind of think it's hilarious now today is that people complain basically about the very being in the very future that everybody bitched wasn't possible 10 years ago. So 10 years ago is, you know, you'd set people up on the internet and on cable TV and everything. And they would be like, God, I hate this. I just want to watch these four channels. And uh, and I just I just want to see these four channels, but I got to buy a package with 230 channels to get them. And I don't want all this. I don't want all this other crap. And then now today, people complain that like, oh, my God, I have to buy like five different streaming services and they're all $10 a piece. And I'm like, bitch, you were complaining about this nine years ago about I had to pay $200 for 230 channels to get the five I wanted. And now you can pay $10 each for the five that you wanted. And not only that, it's all on demand. It's their entire catalog. Nothing's got a schedule. You can watch it whenever the hell you want. You can binge watch whole seasons of stuff and you're still complaining. You got your fairy tale dream and you're still complaining about it. 
Like, and, and like, I think that's where we're going to go. It's, it's about adjusting what we bitch about. And I think the future is us bitching about, uh, an amazing, an amazing new standard where money just moves everywhere. It's basically dirt cheap to do anything. There are no wait times as far as like days across bank. Oh God, God, the banking system is such slow garbage. Have you ever had it's to go nightmare. into a bank recently? Yep. Anybody? It's, it's awful. It's, it's absolutely it's awful. Nightmare. I've been trying to figure out how to move money between my business account and my personal account in the same bank and i shit you not i have had to physically go into the bank twice to fill out the same form and on both occasions i did not get the access that i was looking for <laughs> i actually move it now by because the the way that i'd now fund my fold card um and you talk about like the joke of uh, uh everybody's like withdrawing from their banks or whatever and you're seeing it go to uh, Square and Cash App and these things. Uh, my entire, if you look at like my entire bank history, it's like Strike, Prime Trust, and Fold. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's that's all it is. It's just nothing but deposits mm -hmm. and withdrawals from those. Um, but uh, I've been to move from my to move from my business account to my personal account. I've literally been moving to Apple Cash and then back out. Like I've been depositing and withdrawing from Apple cash because I can't, I don't want to be on, I don't want to make another phone call. I don't want to call the stupid bank again. Um, but every time that I, the more and more I get used to Bitcoin and lightning, the more I cannot believe how the banking system still works. Well, that's Dude, and it's just a matter of no time. joke. It's, that's no joke, man. I was having, I was having that conversation with somebody in my DMS, uh, actually a dude that was helping me out a lot with the COVID stuff early on. Uh, state uh, stateless Matt, I think it was that I was talking to, but he was like, you know, I'm just uh, just opening up some lightning channels just to get my toes wet, you know, you know, a little bit. Nerdy. And I was like, dude, I'm telling you, man, it's going to take you like a week at most if you're actually dicking around with it for real. And you will never, ever want to touch the legacy banking system again. <laughs> it will seem so insane and so difficult and so just arduous and frustrating that you will never want to be a part of it again. You will only want to send lightning transactions or, you know, main chain transactions, but that is it because it is just, it just simplifies everything. It's a to B. And what's funny is with the, here's like from the context of like on chain data and the, like, let's flesh this out, like, like go forward five years and what are banks doing? Um, and look at the business model of something like Breeze or Phoenix or Moon. Um, these wallets will basically open channels with you as a loss leader. Um, I think a number of them, like Breeze, for instance, is doing like a 1% fee to the transaction that's being sent to you. So it's as if you always have an unlimited amount of liquidity coming into your wallet because they just live open a new channel on the fly whenever you receive a payment. And then they keep that payment open. And then their goal is to keep you using lightning is what other uses uh -huh. can you have for this? What other stores can you go to? You can stream to a podcast or whatever, because then they make the one sat or the five sats or whatever it is every single time you make a payment. So they can open a channel with you as a loss leader and then hope to keep you as a customer that does 200 transactions, a thousand transactions in a year. And that oh, are you just open. talking about routing? Yeah, just talking about routing in, in that in that yeah. context. So think that, about yeah, this that's, as that's, a, think about this as a business model. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's the, like, that's the, like, I was thinking about that as like first podcasting. It's like, I have a bunch of people like reaching out to me to open up, uh, to open up channels and match liquidity and stuff like that. And I try, and I do my best, but like a lot of people have been hitting me up and I'm like, I'm fucking out of liquidity. <laughs> like, and, uh, and, uh, which is great. I mean, you know, but that's like, that's almost in a way like a secondary way to monetize like a brand or a podcast or something like that is like, Hey, I'm a relatively well-connected, not like super well-connected, but like I, I have gone through the process of like connecting to big other routing nodes as well as a few other like niche nodes and stuff like that. Roland and I were talking about this a while ago, but, um, and I, that's almost like part of the service that I seek to offer is like, Hey, if you listen to our podcast, I'll give you my lightning node public address, open a channel to me and, and you're, you're open. You're, you're never going to have problems routing payments. Yeah. We, yeah. You we, basically become their LSP, right? Yeah. Like you're there. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're yeah. their connection into the lightning network. By the way, do we have a channel yet? Did, did we set one? Uh, Oh shit! No. Oh we no, we were talking about. It. I don't know if we ever did. Yeah, I we got some. I've it. got some liquidity, so we we need. Yeah, to do that. I have side note. Unrelated. I have, I have plenty of liquidity too. I gotta. I'm surprised we haven't done that yet. But I've been trying to add some to my BTC pay. Um, uh, just uh, filled out my umbral. I got a uh, uh, Greg. Fuck Greg. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> we opened. Uh, we opened a channel today. Um, but uh, yeah. It's prime opportunity for it, and I've been using it so much now. I I, I legit use Lightning. I, I don't even know what the average would be, four times, five times a day, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I, I interact with my Lightning node and Bitcoin. Um, well, Bitcoin on Lightning, just period. Like I do very very few on chain transactions, but I interact interact with Lightning more than my bank account and my card. Except, yeah. I guess maybe considering when I load my fold card. So I wonder how much. I wonder how often I do that. I mean, I it would be very tight. It would be a tight race. I use. I, I I'm not on. I'm not you on on like a Bitcoin Lightning standard as much as you guy. But even still, I have several transact Lightning transactions I do every day because I use the uh, IP to Tour service. Uh, the, the Raspberry Blitz guys. Oh, offer. What's so yeah, yeah. So a lot of the services things like when you want to access your stuff on your node on the Raspberry Blitz, um, they'll give you uh, um, an onion tour address. And if you want to like send that, like for for whatever reason, you want to send something there to someone else. um, It's like a pain in the butt for them to have to to use an onion address a lot of times, or you don't want to expose your own uh, IP address to them or to anyone. And so the service they offer is that they have, they will uh, take that onion address and give you a public IP address that you can do. And then you can use like a, uh, oh, a dynamic cool. DNS service that you can put a, uh, uh, a domain to. So, so it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like an exit node. It's a pay for exit. Yeah. Node. Yeah. Kinda. And it's like yeah. 20 sats a day they charge. Dude, that's awesome. So it's like, Holy it's shit. nothing. And so, like, when I was talking about how I wanted to do the uh, do the Ellen Bits thing to put up paywalls for people that they want to have me respond to it, instead of, like, having a, you know, a, a, a tour address there that they got to go to, um, I have it set up so that my, that tour address gets ported to, uh, I think it's, it's libertymugs.duckdns.org slash the port that it's in or colon the port and then whatever 
rest of the string for the addresses. So it makes it like a, you know, a, a, a nice readable uh, uh, HTTPS uh, website. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to yeah. check that out. And you do that through what? Uh, it's it's Raspberry Blitz. Raspberry Blitz. So okay. It's, it's through so there. it's like it's just embedded in the node. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. There's, okay. a, there's a little, in, in the menu, there's a little uh, subscription thing. Gotcha. And you can subscribe. Okay. Different, they have it set up for the different services they have. Uh, you could do it for your, uh, uh, your BTC pay server too, which is an important one because otherwise, um, if you want to expose your Raspberry Blitz's BTC pay server to other people, um, you either got to do it through a tour address or through uh, exposing your own uh, your own IP address, and you don't really want to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, I just noticed uh, there was a um, just today actually. I was playing around in Thunderhub, and I noticed that they have a um, uh, is like a I think it's run by Balance of Satoshi or whatever, which is like a plugin that you can do. Um, but they have a service that you can pay for through Thunderhub that is that will give you like super advanced like reputation connection and routing data on nodes that have been online for like a really long time so that oh yeah yeah you can decide I, I didn't use it um I, I meant to actually go ahead and do it but i was still focused on like trying to open the channel but i was like wait what the hell is this um have you used it car yeah yeah i've poked around in there you're it's not pay for though right there is there is one that is a subscription that you can do oh, is there for really? like a buck a month. Well, I've I've poked a, I've poked around in the in whatever they provide for free. It's it's pretty badass. I mean, I the, the thing is, I need to know what metrics they're using to like. They basically rank, they rate nodes in in various oh, ways. Oh, I saw that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty cool. the The other thing is pretty cool is that they make like this like globe chart of like how connected your node is and like other nodes and the channel size is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, no, I I, I would be curious to see what's in the pay for version for sure yeah i'd be I, i'm really curious about how deep it goes i haven't uh actually explored but i just found that today where's your guy where's your uh lightning public uh key um i can just shoot it to you over yeah, dm or whatever or don't we don't we have like a telegram schnaz going on or oh, just twitter yeah we're, we're on telegram okay you can put it there yeah actually put it All there right. that'd be easier will do i can do it real quick I need to get uh, a drink. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. While 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 you're doing that, let me set up something for car. Okay. Let me okay. volley a ball over to you. I so one of that. the <laughs> one of the big criticisms of the Lightning Network, and I already I already know people are like boiling over with what we were talking about, how banks were going to onboard people into Lightning was just be like, well, all the Lightning Network's going to do is just going to be these, you know, oh, you're just going to have Visa. And these big banks be these big uh, liquidity hubs, and so yeah, it's it's you're really just it's going to be the same same thing as we have now because it's the same players with the same amount of money are controlling the flow of money. So like you know, what good is it doing that if it's if it's just the same thing? Um, do you have any ideas or thoughts on what what the response is or, or how how the network might react to that because? If the banks do are the main ways of onboarding people in the Lightning, and they're and they're creating Lightning channels to their users, and that's the way you know people are getting onboarded directly onto Lightning, not having any on-chain Bitcoin, then then they have to go through route through that node. 
And so, you know, these governments still want to exist and they still want to take taxes and, and try to control where payments are going through. So it could be a situation where the government says, all right, um, banks ensure the big liquidity provider. Uh, every time someone routes through you, we don't know where that payment's going to go because the Lightning Network is fairly private. But, um, you know, you have to basically collect sales tax or, or some sort of movement of money tax from these people. And mm -hmm. so um, do you have any, you see what I'm kind of saying there? Yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it, like it, you're saying, what if banks corner the market of onboarding people into in, into cash, and then and then remain the main the main money transfer? Yeah, situation. and then they they can you know, and and because governments want to collect taxes from Bitcoin transactions, yep. but it's really hard in a decentralized, uh, pseudonymous network. But when you've got these banks that they know, they already know, like, oh, this this node is this bank's node, and so we can see. Uh, or maybe they can't see it, but um, you know they, they can they can ask the bank to to keep track of what's going on with you, and then at the end of the day, the government says, "Hey, we want to see the records of of the money flowing around, and we need them to pay a tax." Yeah, I mean, I think there's I guess there's a number of things at play. Well, fir first is going to be the game theory between the people and those banks. I mean, they're going to be seeking out the the ways to pay the least amount of quote unquote tax or the least amount of routing fees or the least amount of uh, any excess money that that's going to be bled from them or their payments. Um, so I think first of all, you would say that probably um, that, you know, just in, in general, it's like, let's just say paint for extremes. Like the banks say, uh, yeah, you onboard with us and you owe us uh, 20%, you know, as basically the equivalent of what would be an income sales and all that tax uh, for every, uh, for every, uh, you know, payment that we route. Well, somebody like me or you with a decent amount of liquidity and a decent amount of people that we know, like, well, maybe we onboard people um, and, or, or, you know, the, the next level up, maybe like the, you know, the people with a lot of money, you know, a, a lot of money that aren't necessarily banks um, do it and, and do it fairly anonymously, which is pretty easy to do. Uh, the, they onboard people Um the next step, I guess, would would be so. So you have competition of onboarding, which I think would just, especially when it's global, would just be a complete night. Like I, I, it would just be a nightmare for any uh, central authority. Um, and then you also have those banks that the central authority is leading on, uh, saying, uh, like we don't we don't want to pay you twenty percent. Maybe we'll charge them twenty percent. We want to pay you fifteen. You know, we we. We want to keep five percent. You know, there's going to be competition there between between them, um, and then uh, and so I, I don't think that's. I think it, I think it would be really really difficult to do, and I think the anonymity, the potential anonymity of the whole thing, uh, kind of torpedoes. You know, I think a lot of that is kind of dead on arrival. Um, yeah, as long as people want to seek out um, cheap, and that's the thing is like you're going to be economically incentivized to seek out cheaper ways of doing things, even if it is a little bit more work, like routing around a central hub. Yeah, I would think about it like it's a network, right? So if you're trying to route around somebody that's putting an unnecessary cost on you, you need to establish a new network connection. And in the context of like the internet is you, your ISP 
has created a physical network connection to your house. And maybe you only get to pick between two ISPs, three ISPs, because they have they are the ones that have laid the groundwork, laid the line, and they have a trunk line to, you know, the next major hub or the regional hub or whatever it is to connect you to the broader internet. You don't really have much choice. If they wanted to put in some sort of a tax or something like that at that point, it would be kind of a pain in the butt to route around that because you've got a physical connection that needs to be laid to find a, a competitive source. The cost of laying a new network connection in the Lightning Network is a Bitcoin transaction. The time is 10 minutes. How do you put up barriers in that world? If a, light if a Bitcoin transaction costs $5 or $10, how do you put up a 20% tax the second you do a $100 transaction? You're just going to open up a new network connection, and you're never going to use that mm -hmm. one ever again. Ever. Nobody yeah. would ever go back to that. And what's funny is you're also talking about a network that goes six hops to re reach its destination. So do they try to do that at every hop? What do you got left yeah. at the end? You know, like, like the bank doesn't know where that payment ends. The bank is one in an onion routed. It's just like, like when I'm connecting to Google, Google over IP, I have 13 hops to get to California. Is every one of them going to take a cut of my payment and record that and put sales tax on it and all of that crap? I will pay what I think it's worth. And if they start to be obnoxious in their offerings, if they start to try to uh, censor which transactions actually go to and go through and try to figure out where that shit is headed and who I'm allowed to spend to and who I'm not, all they do is bifurcate the network. All they do is create more profitable nodes who can now upload twice the liquidity and get half of the stupid fee that they're charging just because they artificially inflated the price. All they do is artificially inflate the price of liquidity, which makes it so much more profitable to route around them because the cost is now either I'm going to pay 20% to this insane government-regulated censored node or I'm going to pay 10%, which is 20 times what it used to cost, to this one that's offering me liquidity to never have to deal with those again. Yeah, I've All it does is make it massively profitable to evict them from being... They kill their role in the network. Their financial incentive and their their centralized position position in the network. Let's say they set up like a million freaking channels with a million customers. Their position is absolutely murdered by trying to do something that stupid. And all it takes is a day's worth of transactions to completely route around them for all million customers. Yeah, I think I think the banks are probably going to end up fighting on the user's behalf against the government because like you guys were saying, you don't really know where a lightning transaction is going. And so if a government wants to extract taxes from these, uh, you know, lightning transactions, they're, they're going to have to lean on the banks to pay for basically everything because they, they're the only ones that they have, yeah. they have any sort of like ability to, you know, extract extract payment from and, and know who they are and 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 have them play ball with saying how much is going through them so they're gonna have to uh pay like a just completely disproportional 
amount of tax than everybody else. And so the bank is going to understand that and understand that it's going to cause, you know, people not to want to use them and they're going to lose business because the beauty of the <laughs> lightning network is, all right, the bank creates a lightning channel to me and I start converting all of my cuck bucks into, into Satoshis and, and send them all to me in my lightning wallet. And if I realize that, oh, in order for me to like start sending these sats elsewhere on the network, I'm getting hit with like a hundred sat fee per transaction. When I look around and, and hear all these like one sat per transaction fee, like, uh, holy cow, I'm getting, so all I have to do is just go into my, my wallet and say, close channel. And the bank can't keep the channel open. It's not up to them. Yeah, you can exit. You're like free. Once to exit. I say I'm closing the channel, I'm exiting, and then I get on chain Bitcoin and I open a channel up to whoever I want. And probably what will actually happen is that you won't have a button that says close channel. You will just be able to send a transaction to a different bank or a different institution, and it will on the fly close your previous channel and open the new one in the same transaction using Taproot. It'll all be one signature, mm. and uh, and it will cost the same as if you sent one normal Bitcoin transaction to anywhere, to any address or any multi-sig or whatever the hell you wanted to do, and it will happen in the exact same transaction, and you'll pay a 1% fee or whatever it is to, well, you'll just pay an on-chain fee to set up to a new ISP. The jurisdictional arbitrage to this will be out of this world. Within yeah, days, right. within days of US banks instituting some control that stupid, every single person in the world will be using a bank in Singapore. Like, yeah, right, like exactly. it just, it, yeah. you, or, all you have to do is open a channel and you are no longer in that jurisdiction. And nobody has mm -hmm. the slightest damn clue where or why you wanted to do to do that because nobody's going to send and, you can't censor the bank and just, player and to reiterate here when we say banks we're just talking about well-connected nodes right i mean like that yeah, that's, it doesn't that's have to really be a bank it could be your yeah. cousin or your it could uncle be your cousin yeah, with, with, with some open channels like yeah yeah I'm, exactly i could be, be your isp i am for yeah. like a couple yeah. of people because <laughs> yeah me too yeah, right i like, like watching my routing i'm like damn there's a lot of people using my node yeah, sats right now are like ridiculously cheap. So we're like opening up five hundred thousand sat channels and being like, I don't know, man, that one's that's that's a pretty small channel. Might want to make it a, a little bit bigger. And like, just imagine if Bitcoin hits ten million dollars. Yeah, right. And that that five hundred sat channel is now a fifty thousand dollar channel. Yeah. And we're all setting these up right now, like it's just no big deal. Right. All like you know, idiot. I'm laying groundwork, are, uh, man. Like, I'm laying fiber oh, lines yeah. for the future right now. That is what I am doing. Yes. Man. We are basically going to be the banks. In the yeah, place. right. <laughs> it's hilarious. We already obsoleted like, them. They just don't know it because the Bitcoin price hasn't gone 2000 X again yet. <laughs> like yeah. 2000%. yeah. And that's the thing. Like we, it's like, oh man, I don't know how much my, you know, I don't have that much Bitcoin. And I, I've told some people that like, uh, you know, I don't want to put too much Bitcoin on it, but I don't want to have like nothing on there. I said, look, man, think about, you know, you're, you're not doing this just to like play around for today and tomorrow and next week. You're in this for the long haul. They're like, well, yeah. So what do you think is going to happen in the long haul when, when Bitcoin really appreciates in price and like this little rinky dink hundred thousand sat channel is now like, your annual paycheck you can route through. Yeah, right.
Yeah, so dude. it's like we're it's 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 so neat. Like, and that's what people forget a lot. Even about like people aren't pricing things in sats in general. So when people see like, uh, it's 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 just even even the on chain fees. People go, like, oh, it's it's so expensive to do an on chain fee, and it's like, well, yeah, you're still thinking in dollars. Yeah, and it's like, man, once once it starts going, when. I mean, the thing that gets me about the oh you have to pay an on-chain transaction fee is that like yeah except that it's an actually decentralized secure on-chain transaction so right. mm-hmm. what you're looking at is a data cost so imagine every single time fees start to go up the economic pressure is to turn a bitcoin transaction into a network connection it's to transfer that mind that mind frame from this is a this is a transaction mm-hmm. on the base layer to this is a this is a contract to open up a network on the second layer and mm-hmm. as that transition happens think about if you can get a the average lightning tran- lightning channel to do a thousand payments the transaction fee on the base layer will be equivalent to the same fee pressure as a gigabyte block that has no lightning channels. If the average channel is a thousand payments and we are using it for everything that we can do, I've done a thousand payments over some of my channels. I absolutely have. I've, I've had people stream sats to me. I've had my stupid phone do like just buzz every 30 seconds all night long because people are listening to my podcast with that i'm literally turning every single transaction every single transaction i do on chain into a thousand transactions it is a thousand x scaling improvement the relevant fee pressure that i am putting on the network is one that would be equivalent to gigabyte blocks that's insane and yet so if somebody thinks that gigabyte blocks are going to have low fees, well, Lightning does that. Those will be the fees on the base layer. The thing is, is the very incentive of high fees in the interim will be what makes people open Lightning channels and make mm-hmm. a thousand payments over them. All you need is, Raleigh, you said at the beginning, price. You need to establish a price for the value of the liquidity and the value of the individual payments so that the settlement is still secure and you don't bloat your broadcast layer and you don't have to deal with 30 terabytes of data to secure the money. And your node can still be distributed in this whole, you can still audit the whole Fed. You can can audit the global Fed of Bitcoin and you never have to trust anybody. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild and when the lightning network was starting to get rolled out and I remember it was like years ago, I, uh, I had an async, um, I guess it was Eclair on my desktop. Yeah. Eclair was the big one. Like when they first did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the one that you could actually use in windows and didn't have to do command line. So that's where I, that's where I was at. And, uh, you know, I set up the wall and I had a lightning node. I'm like, wow, this is neat. And I'm like, what do I, what do I do with this? Uh, I don't think I ever created a channel or anything or, or did anything with it. It was just like, oh, I have a lightning node and, and didn't do anything. But now, now that, I, and it was difficult to like envision a future where lightning was going to be really 
you know, useful and or not useful, but like how, how it would all work out. But now that I've been able to start creating channels and playing around and routing, routing transactions and, and spending and receiving and using it, you know, having it hooked up on, uh, on, on the couple of uh, web stores, whether it's Liberty Mugs or our little McFlugel store. And you know, we only accept Bitcoin payments in the McFlugel store. And just like starting to do a little bit of channel management, which is more like active channel management is more than the way more than the average person is going to do. But as I'm going through all this stuff every day, and every time I hear every day, like my mind gets blown a little bit more being like, oh, holy cow. Not only do I see how it's going to work, it's working right in front of our eyes. And then every day, every couple of days, there seems like there's this new little app or service that pops out or a new little way that someone figures out, oh, here's, here's an interesting way to use Lightning that, that solves this annoying problem that now, now we just obsolete that problem. We don't have to deal with it anymore. It's like, this is what I post most of on Twitter, I feel like with Bitcoin stuff is just like, man, if you're not jumping on board right now or you're still being you know doing the lightning fud and and you know resistant to it it's like man you are going to be left in the dust like stop resisting and start like acknowledging that like the stuff looks like looks like it's working and just start playing around with it i have been using strike has been a godsend since it came out when they and, and i think I, I I legit don't think we're I think it'll be this year that Square and Cash App announces lightning support. Um, and when that happens, things are going to start to steamroll so fast. And here here's what I think is in the context of Bitcoin and Lightning Network and comparing it kind of to the rest of the crypto market space is Bitcoin is the tortoise. And it's building the the really strong, slow underlying foundation of these things. And what's funny is that Lightning Network doesn't have any of the problems of a, a crypto that says, oh, we've got, you know, 200 megabyte blocks and fast fees, fast transactions and low fees and all this garbage. And yet when one popular app comes on board, the entire thing breaks. You know, it's like Ethereum. Ethereum was ground to a halt by crypto kitties. <laughs> and and this we've seen this story play out so many times. Yet when lightning reaches that point, as lightning is reaching that point with fold and strike and actual ability to use this in day-to-day life and more and more people, my sister, my wife, my uh, my in-laws, everybody is using this stuff now. I have all these people on and it's that is easy enough that they can utilize this stuff. And I'm in a position where I can host their nodes, where I can do little sub wallets from my BTC pay server and they can have their own little web wallets on their mobile wallet. And it's just underneath mine. I can just I can be the the custodian for their hundred dollar wallet, you know, whatever the hell it is, their their little thing if I wanted to. And that's kind of the brilliance of the Lightning Network is that it's an openless system to provide services to people. What? What what did I need prior to this to offer a payment service? Could could I have built a payment service platform and offered it to my in-laws as the only customers prior <laughs> to Bitcoin? Could I have built Cash App just for my family? Well, that's what I've done now that we have Lightning. 
I've, I've built a little payment processor that they can all plug their websites into and they know me, they trust me. I can let them help them out with any of their problems. And yeah, even if it's custodian, uh, if it's custodial, whatever I've offered a miniature, I've offered a micro service providing for payment services into a broad, open, permissionless payment network on the internet. And in doing so, you completely open, remove, you remove all the borders, you remove all the registrations, you remove all the licenses, the insurance contracts, all of the bullshit around financial services, and you turn it into something that you do for your brother. You turn it into something that you do for your family friend. And suddenly you have democratized it to the point of, well, I'll host your website. Yeah. And it's just you, so cool. You've completely changed the game. And as somebody like Square and Strike and these huge services on board, and it becomes so easy to use that you can just kind of plug it into an app and just start rolling, it will steamroll so fast the second you have one decent app that really takes advantage of it, one novel app. And think about it like it's, let's say it's something idiotic like CryptoKitties, which broke Ethereum. It would do the exact opposite for Lightning. It provide would, liquidity. It would provide so much liquidity for Lightning. It would provide so many new channels and so many new nodes, and it would start working better in every single way. Larger payments would start going through. You would have you would have the, the feedback loop on Bitcoin, the asset, start to double down, and the price would go up, and the liquidity would go up. Not only because more people are opening channels, and because more people are balancing and uh, sending payments. But also because all of the channels are worth more because it has a feedback loop on Bitcoin, the asset. Why the hell am I not holding sats already in my savings account when I just spend it on these stupid crypto kitties? Like the feedback loop for a unicast layer on top of Bitcoin for a network layer is positive rather than negative. So it's the yeah. turtle to the hare. It will actually sustain all of the growth. It will actually get better under the growth. And all it simply does is move step by step and make uh, incremental improvements. And every, every time we make one more increment, it's another percentage bump. It's another percentage bump. It's like every exponential chart. It looks like nothing's happening for eight months. It's just like this very gradual thing. And then it starts to curve. And the next incremental bump is a multiple. And the next one is another multiple. And then it just goes vertical. I think we are in the cusp of the curve. Um, I think in the next year, uh, maybe two, something massive is going to happen on Lightning. Uh, and I think I'm just very lucky to be sitting here and having built a position before every single bank in the country is able to accept and or uh, send me a payment. Hell yeah. This is you just built another 500,000 sats, my friend. <laughs> Check your peer list. Oh, did you did you open a channel with me? Yeah, I did. Fuck yeah. Am I? Uh, I gotta get let me, your. Uh... Let me refresh this page. Yeah, I'm gonna send. Some uh, stuff I put. I put. I, I like lowballed the fee though, so it probably won't show up until tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta lowball the fees. You gotta. Yeah, you, you just. You just take your time. Take. Yeah, you gotta time. do it on the. Take uh, your time. I'm in no rush. Do it on the weekend. When. Uh... Sundays. Yeah. Sundays are the days. Dude, man. I love it. That's it's been like my routine is Sunday mornings as I have a cup of coffee 
and I go on mempool.space. Actually, no, I do it uh, on my uh, through my local node. So I'm I'm going through my. I was about to say yeah. I've got my own mempool.space. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. I don't even. <laughs> I don't use blog explorers anymore, nope. and I'm so stoked about it. And uh, I've been waiting for this for so long. You, you can probably time my tweet. It's every Sunday morning, probably around like 10:30. I send a screenshot of the uh, the mempool uh, fee estimates or and and the previous blocks and it's like man on-chain transactions are unfairly cheap today <laughs> it's like clockwork every every sunday i do that it's great but like this is one of the things you, you talk about this disruptive technology and this is why you know slappy and i originally started this as a libertarian podcast and we're still a libertarian podcast but now we're a bitcoin podcast by libertarians and like this is that yeah, happens. Yeah. That happens. Um, mm-hmm. Because Bitcoin is by far and away the best tool that we have to achieve our libertarian ends. And this is what I like. I, I've been trying, and there's there's a lot of Bitcoiners, libertarian Bitcoiners who do this, and like trying to stress it to the libertarians out there that like this is the way. Like we don't need to go out and 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 run political campaigns and go out and canvas people and try to like convince them with logic and reason that this is the libertarianism is the is the best way to to lead your life and give them all these things and have these you know 15 hour long arguments with them that they they leave just frustrated and annoyed at you that you love to argue so much and you'll never give them give up any ground <laughs> and it's great and all and you know, I'm I'm that way too but like all of our like discussion here was just like it was all based on, well, it's just better. It's way better than the alternative. Yeah. So it's just gonna nat by yeah, it's do yeah, it yourself. It's just gonna naturally. It's put it in your make it your responsibility. Nat- Fuck yeah! It's just gonna else. naturally obsolete these legacy systems, like these financial institutions that are that are fascists. I mean, call it what it is. It's it's all fascism. It's going to destroy this fascist governmental system and and whatever other bad governmental systems are out there. It's going to smash them to bits, not because people suddenly had this great awakening and now understand Bastiat and Mises and Rothbard and, and Hans Hermann Hoppe. It's just because they're choosing things that are better. It's just like how Uber and Lyft and Airbnb disrupted everything. They just offered a better service for cheaper and people naturally started using it. There was no ideological decision being made there. People aren't going to start onboarding. Like It is kind of an ideological thing right now to get on Bitcoin for a lot of people. But as it just starts getting better, especially as people get easier access to it, people are just going to, to choose the things that make their life better. And that's the beauty of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it, that's, it, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be, you know, this is just one small instance, but somebody's going to ask you for a payment and they're going to be like, oh, what's your, uh, you know, this or that or what's or like, what's your bank or what's your routing number, you know, and and somebody's just going to sigh and just be like, dude, just scan this QR <laughs> code. Like, you know, I mean, that that's what it's going to be. It's, it, it's just flat out easier. It's just easier. What's funny? And it's already um, it's already easier. That's that's it's the already wild easier. Thing. It's it's like there's there's a big like um mental hump to get over. You know, like what I was talking about earlier with the guy with, with my friend in my DMs, like saying, you know, getting his toes wet and stuff like that. But at the at the end of the day, and he's gonna find this out in, in short order if he hasn't already, it's already easier. 
you think it's going to be harder. It's 10 times easier. You'll never have to write a check again. Right. And you'll never have the risk (laughs) of it bouncing. (laughs) You'll never have, uh, there's so many things that are solved by this. And even better is that what you're actually, what you're also doing at the same time is building out the biggest private, uh, public private key infrastructure in the world at the exact Mm -hmm. same time. So the, the beauty of it is that it doesn't just solve the payments problem. It doesn't just solve the money problem. When you solve the money and the payments problem in a digital way, suddenly you suddenly there's a billion other problems that are that stem from that one that you can actually piggyback on. The login to the damn websites is a is a stupid simple one, but one that's so so important. Can you imagine that's... if every single time a major corporation was hacked None of its users had to give a shit. Mm. Think about that, the scale, the cost of that problem. That is in the billions of dollars of every year. Identity theft, um, like losing usernames and passwords and having to make up for that. Like our digital surface is has so many attack vectors, it's insane. And we're talking about isolating that, moving that all back to the individual and having it signed on the on the user side, so that the the information never actually gets out from them. You you go from being able to uh, hack entire collectives of groups, like hack an entire group, to having to hack all of the individuals in that group individually. And that's the sort of shift that's happening. You're seeing that that exact same things happening in offering a business, offering a payment service to somebody. It's being brought all the way back down to the individual level you don't you don't have these giant centralized centers anymore and and i think this is just going to start to steamroll on itself over and over i think we're going to see i think the major like throughout the process of the internet some of the major innovations were how we related to each other and how we saw information how we communicated information it was like the ability to like something the ability to map out our social circle on a website that mimicked our social circle in the real world and so there were breakthroughs in how we socially related to each other and how we demonstrated that i think the that process when it comes to money when it comes to lightning network when it comes to bitcoin is going to be revolutions in subtle ways in how we trust each other Money is ultimately a tool of trust. What degree of multi-sig do I need you to be involved in in order to trust you in a payment relationship? Well, maybe it's just a time lock and a two of two. That's what Lightning Network is. A time lock to exit if you aren't there and a two of two multi-sig for when you are. What can you, how can you extend that? What about insurance? What about a group of 100 people who are all saving collectively together and we've get we've got the Uber of a, an insurance adjuster who comes in and makes sure that the person who needs to pay out needs to pay out for logical for uh, a real reason, for a sensible reason. And you get a 80 of 100 multi-sig to Could that pay be something even like a, a DLC. Yeah, it can absolutely be a DLC. Absolutely. That's, that's exactly, that's, that would be exactly the model, right? You want a trusted, uh, not a trusted, but a, a Oracle that wasn't even involved in the payment. So they didn't get paid. 
um, who could uh, adjust for something via the person who was providing the service or asking for the service. And they would pay out in something like a with the signature of something that would uh, be based on a DLC. So if they attested to the validity of this and some subset of group like who all knew each other or was of a local community, right. this is actually what insurance was. Go back 120 years. Uh, they were referred to as fraternities. That's where the kind of idea came from is that you had these collective groups that would put in you know, uh, some amount of savings every month and then the group would decide who in the group got paid out. If somebody got cancer, somebody got in a car accident or whatever the hell it was, I guess 120 years ago, probably not a car accident, horse accident. Um, and, uh, and who would get, who would get the payout? They were collective groups and how they built trust around each other. When you have a system like multisig, when you have a payment network built on top of this thing, the number of things that you can re completely redesign and remove the authority and you again, make it trust against, make it a system of trust against a group of individuals rather than a centralized top down dictate by the one that's the power in the situation. Th that's where the real innovation is going to come. And it's going to be something subtle. It's going to be like Facebook, the quote unquote innovations of Facebook were stupidly subtle. But they spread like wildfire because of how they changed our interactions. It was explicitly the ability to like and share, which made shit go viral at a hundred times the speed as it would otherwise. But it seemed like almost nothing from a change. It seemed so obvious in retrospect. But it was once a breakthrough innovation. And I think we're going to say that, see that same thing in money. And money is a tool of trust. It will be how we interact with each other and how we trust each other in financial and value relationships. Yeah, I, I, I think you nailed it there. Um, I think it's a good spot to, uh, to wrap up. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's going to be any, but, uh, anything I, more I, that we can... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's why we got guy on here just to just hit a hit a dinger start, at the end. Start, <laughs> start the engine on. That's just enough to drink. But uh, yeah, so so uh, yeah. Slappy and I have a, a little bit of an announcement. Um, we just rolled out a uh, a service that we're offering. Um, yeah, so we realized so, recently that as Bitcoin's hitting another bull market and. Uh, we're starting to get, you know, the, we're the Bitcoiners among our friends and families. And so we're going to start getting already getting inundated with questions and like everyone wants to know everything about Bitcoin and kind of like what we were talking about in the beginning with our DMs uh, on Twitter are getting loaded up. Well, our texts and phone calls from, you know, in real life, family and friends are getting blown up too. So we're like, well, we, we want to like offer people to be able to you know, learn from us since we are the people that are the experts, um, in, in our, you know, friends and family. So we created a website called bitcointrickle.com where when you sign up for it, it's a newsletter, but just like the name, it just gives you a little bit of a trickle of information at a time. So you're going to get an email, you know, every couple of days teaching you Bitcoin from square one. We don't even talk about Bitcoin in the beginning just explaining what money actually is 
and just like short little emails. So you don't have I'm, to I'm signing up right now. Nice. You don't have to go. <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. You know what? Even if you know Bitcoin better than we Criticize. do. Yeah. Like we want the feedback from people well, and, and want to grow this network out. And we want to build the point is go ahead, Slappy. One thing, Raul, just just because you said we're, we're trying to teach Bitcoin, which we are, but um, we want the reader to learn on their yeah. own. And that's why we're trying to mm -hmm. keep it really short, give them an idea and let them think about it and try and research it on their own and learn on their own. And we're just kind of there as guides. Hopefully. I'm going to donate 20 bone bucks real quick. Oh, thank you. Y'all keep going. I'm done. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. So we have plans, you know, the, the email thing is if you just go through that, you will, you will learn what you need to know about Bitcoin from the economic and technical side to get you to the point where you understand why it's really important and, and enough to get you dangerous in Bitcoin. Um, so that will always be free. We're, we're chewing on some ideas for like little like upsell things. So, um, well, the other thing too is we'll probably stealing a little bit from you guy. We'll probably have a little podcast feed where we read the emails, and so you, you can you can subscribe. Uh, That's what's up. Yeah, you can subscribe that way if you if you don't want to. Forty six thousand seven hundred thirty nine sets, uh, Richard. Thank you so much. I I damn do appreciate that. You. That was uh, that's that's very generous of you. Uh, thank you. Yup, yup. Twenty one bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. It's an epic number. And. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh and and we might do something like a q and answer thing we'll probably have like a telegram group and everything but that'll be uh as long as you subscribe you'll be we be kept up to speed on that so that's what we're doing uh we want to kind of build it into something uh pretty cool and interesting and and make a pretty good community among people because it helps too when you when you get a lot of people learning together and uh a question a lot of people have is all right what happens six months from now and someone wants to sign up do they you know they miss all the previous emails but it's all automated. When you sign up, you get started from from square one, email number one. You get six months of emails all at once. Yes, yes, all in one email. You don't get to you don't get to skip. That That's email. the way I like it. <laughs> I like to save it until <laughs> the end. Yeah, but it's like every every two minutes or so. Yeah, we we, we, yeah. we drilled out we drilled out that one little hole, and we went full auto on the emails. <laughs> <laughs> Got a question. Uh, Is anybody else here a patron of Scott yes. Horton? Do you get the onslaught of just pings like at the end of <laughs> yes. the month when like 30 different notifications <laughs> come in like seconds behind each other? Every once in a while, like my, my wife actually the other day, it was just going wimp, wimp, wimp. <laughs> like it was just doing that and she was like is somebody listening to your show on sphinx and i was like no nah, i think this one's scott horton yeah. this one's scott <laughs> when i see that i'm like ah oh, something's wrong with the email and then i said oh no it's just scott <laughs> just scott just scott horton which we had him on the show a few that weeks ago me up. uh talking about bitcoin and libertarianism and we got him uh oh shit i need to listen to that one I yeah you to should that. uh I didn't know. Him, he's shoot me, shoot me the link and put a, put a DM in the Twitter. Don't make me work yeah, for nah, it. Yeah, no, I will. But <laughs> um, put, put it behind a paywall. Put it behind like a <laughs> paywall. Just, just paywall. to be like really irritating. <laughs> one one. Sat. I'm gonna hate you, but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that was uh, he. I think he's he's a guy that we. I mean, we got him to agree with us about Bitcoin and libertarianism, and uh, he was like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta obvious. give." Uh, 
give Dave Smith a call and tell him that he's got to start talking about Bitcoin. Man, I had so much fun with Robbie the Fire. Robbie's good. Robbie's I want to. I want to go back yeah. on. I want to chat with Robbie again, and I really want to chat with Dave. I want to go on their show so bad. I've been listening to them for fucking years. Yep. I mean, just years and I've just like they're one of the oldest of my libertarian mm-hmm. podcasts. Me too, man. And I want I, God. Dave is missing such an opportunity with I the know. Bitcoin thing, and I know. and I feel like he just needs the right perspective, the right story to be told about Bitcoin. And uh, 100%. I'm long-term bullish on Dave Smith. I think, I think we'll me too. Oh, certainly. He'll be, all Without a doubt. He'll be a very He'll great figure it out. Once he, he it's just like sooner would be better than later. We just need Vake to yeah. needle him a little bit more. Vake. It's <laughs> <laughs> the bulldog. Bulldog of Bitcoin Twitter. <laughs> and biggest, uh, uh, biggest seminal. Vake to just call him. A tool LARP Seminoles. and uh, and he's moist. Yeah, got the it. biggest, the biggest yeah, moist, the moist Seminoles fan. Seminoles fan on Twitter. Moist Seminoles fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. Um, oh, so uh, I'll let you start, uh, Car. Do you want to uh, plug anything you got? Yeah, sure. Uh, come on over, listen to our podcast, Timeline Earth, and listen to my solo show, which is The Signal, which focuses a lot more on. Uh, Bitcoin and other kind of self-empowerment stuff, uh, we decided to, rather than just turn our podcast into a Bitcoin podcast, because I don't think my co-host would like it, uh, we just decided to do our own solo show. So I focus on the things that interest me. Um, and then follow me on Twitter at TLE underscore car. Yeah, your last episode with Dan about the uh, communication stuff was was really cool. I'd like that. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed doing that with Dan. Yeah, he's he's a I, I like Dan a lot. I like hanging out with that guy. He should be at Childerberg too. Yeah, I've I've met him a few times in real life. He's oh yeah, that's I right, like yeah, for sure. And uh, guy, uh, you've got a little bit of a Bitcoin podcast, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do uh, the Bitcoin Audible thing. Um, it's got way too many episodes um, for uh, for its own good. Um, I try to do daily but usually ends up being three or four a week. Uh, and that's at Bitcoin Audible, at The Crypto Economy. I think I'm going to change that handle soon, but that one will still be still be available. You'll still get to me through there. Um, and then, of course, Shitcoin Insider, um, which hasn't seen much love in like the last month, but I've got an episode that I've been meaning to just, all I got to do is publish it if I can not be lazy <laughs> and actually go over there and publish that episode. And a couple in the works because you know it's it's shitcoin season, so Ugh. we are ripe for the pickings of Shiba Coin and <laughs> Doge Trash and all the all the stuff. You get, so you get to do an episode on Safe Moon where you just say, just go look at the GitHub page. You don't have to know anything. About <sighs> Dude, I heard about Safe Moon from a coworker it's such uh, trash. like a month <laughs> a month or two ago, and when he said it, I I never even heard of it, but I just said it's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. Their bots. I looked it up. Their bots are so unbelievable. Like I've never even heard of the Safe Moon bots are out of control. (laughs) They they they, I've got like a constant response to them. It's it's Uni and Safe Moon are the ones that I am constantly blocking and reporting. Um, I got a bunch of DMs. I got somebody on LinkedIn sending me a message have you heard about safe moon like i just oh god it pains me so much car but, you um, when you look it up you will have about 20 minutes straight of mummy noises 
Nah, I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't. Yeah, save yourself the trouble. Zero minutes of mommy noises. <laughs> so I can just show you my DMs when we go to Childerberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It sounds miserable. So yeah, that car and uh guy, thank you so much for this uh for coming on. This is uh I feel even more bullish now than I did before just talking to you guys. Uh I will See you at Childerberg car and guy. Hopefully, I will see you at Childerberg. If not, I will see you at Bitblock Boom in August. We will we will meet somewhere in the yeah. middle so that I can see your mustache, and then and then we'll we'll hang and I'll buy you a beer at Bitblock Boom. That sounds good. <laughs> and I will see Wait, are you, you going both. To big, at who's going to big on twenty twenty one here? Is anyone um, speaking there? I'm speaking. That's right. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> I will. I'm gonna, Go. be, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna be on a. Uh, I'm gonna be hosting a panel, and I'll be on stage, and then I'm gonna be uh, with a panel and in a panel and hosting a panel with the Swan Lounge crew. They're gonna be like doing live on their own little stage, like throughout the whole thing. So I, I don't even know if these things line up or not. Like we might have to move some shit around, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be. I'm I'm so stoked. I'm gonna be That's busy. in June, right? I can't be like totally drunk the whole time because I got like responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's june that's like june i'll be up there june 2nd like the night of june 2nd uh up there down there in miami uh but it's the weekend so it's like saturday and sunday cool. like the fourth and the fifth i think yeah unfortunately i'm not gonna be able to make it this uh you yeah, suck I <laughs> suck i hate you my may and june is already- i don't even want to see your mustache now you're gonna see it anyway mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll. That sounds so dirty. I'm just going to play. Just <laughs> smash my face on your windshield. You're going to see it. You're going to see it. it. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm sure you'll see a lot of people down there. So that'll be good. Uh, but yeah. Um, I've never been to a Bitcoin conference. Hell so Bitblock Boom will be man, my first one. Yeah. Man. I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. You'll enjoy Bitblock yeah. Boom. Bitblock Boom is definitely the one to start on because it's more like an exclusive, like home. Like you feel like you're you're in like a tighter group. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin 2021 is going to be overwhelming. Yeah, there's literally more than ten thousand people there. <laughs> um, but it's it's going to be absolutely batshit. But, you know, that's the like, you know, drop some acid rave club. Like that's the like the the upper upper echelon heavy magnitude uh, max it out steroid conference. And then Bitblock Boom is the like, OK, let me let me sit down with my Bitcoiners, like my Bitcoin Bitcoiners, have a drink, sit by the pool, play some ping pong cruise for two days yeah. on real bitcoining so you'll 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 love bitblock then actually i lied i was at uh guns and bitcoin in september i have not i have not been to that, that was one. cool i almost yeah it was small but it was, it was pretty cool I almost went twice but i haven't done it yeah yeah i liked it there so all right uh show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 251 uh we will have links to all of the plugs that car and guy just gave as well as uh as our sponsor, LibertyMugs.com, and also BitcoinTrickle.com, uh, and uh, whatever else is in there. Oh, I will also have the link to all of our uh, Sphinx chats in, in there. Um, we didn't even really talk about that, but Carr was on here. I think we talked about that before. So, um, 
that's another really cool lightning. Uh, yeah, we got to keep up with that as time goes yeah. on. Yeah. Did you figure out how to get back onto your Sphinx chat? No, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it right now. We'll I've, talk about it in a future episode. I joined your Sphinx chat. Yeah, yeah I know. Actually, people keep joining it. They keep. Yeah, <laughs> most most of most of the conversation <laughs> in your Sphinx chat car is just me mocking you. Is it really? Yeah, and talking about how awful have, your chat is and how much better mine is. And people are like, have you have you logged have, have you logged well, either of you guys's shit? I don't think so. I don't even know. Am I have you logged into Thunderhub recently, Rollo? No. Oh, okay. There's a messaging service on there. It's totally unrelated to anything that I wanted to bring up. Oh, no, I tried to download Thunderhub for my uh, Raspberry Blitz and it didn't uh didn't go through. Oh, okay. Well, I called you a fag on Thunder, so Thunderhub over Lightning ah. Network. So. That's fine. That's a good friend is against government. Rude. Yeah, it's really <laughs> that is rude, sir. Well, it's funny on your like. I don't think everyone on your Sphinx chat knows me or knows who I oh, am. Oh, really? Because I I know of you. Well, I don't even know that because I w- I was just like, do you know who I am? But I was just like yeah, ripping into you right and making fun of you, and they're like, dude, it's still early on with lightning. It's difficult. Like, give him give him a break. And I was, <laughs> I'm surprised they're sticking up for me, man. I like making excuses for them. So come on, man. Nodes are tough. (laughs) Jeez. And I probably said, and I probably said, well, of course, he's a civil engineer. So it's, you know. Yeah. Classic. Slow things down for him. But he's got got them solid government skills. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? You know, you can put in a wheelchair ramp. I'll give you that. And you need to with the ADA. Is well, for, for himself, for the mental yep. handicaps that he has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the helmet. Hey, I can't the... even. I can't even talk. Half half of my listeners, forty percent of my listeners, are illiterate. <laughs> that's why they listen to my shows. That's why they I listen to you. They can't show. read those articles. Yeah, yeah that's true. I'm telling you, it's, it's just for people like you, Slappy. Yeah, it's perfect for me. Slappy's got the uh, got a tattoo on his uh, on his calf. That's I am the Braille of the illiterate. <laughs> he's got the. <laughs> <laughs> He's That's got the good. tattoo on his calf that's a uh, at a uh, an eagle with the American flag on it. And the eagle's tearing a book in half, and on the bottom it says "Readings for Fags." Readings. Yep. For fags. <laughs> That's good. Oh man! And we're talking right, about we're cigarettes. Cut it here. So yeah, um, yeah. I already gave the outro there. Told uh, give you the show notes page, and uh, I gotta go. I gotta go record a TLE. Well, that's not important. So, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Later.